Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Alex King and a new member of our Tuesday staff, Dan Mangina. It is Tuesday, November the 5th, 2019. That's 4 p.m. New York time, 1 p.m. in Los Angeles, 9 p.m. in London, 5 a.m. in Tokyo, and 6 a.m. in Sydney, Australia. But wherever you are in the world, thanks for joining us for another episode of LOA Today, your daily dose of happy and I'm really happy. Two has become three. Dan has agreed to join us on a regular, ongoing basis. So I, this is going to be great. And I, I, you know, I don't really have a topic in mind except Alex and Dan getting to know each other because I mean, you guys both bring really interesting perspectives. So I, I'm looking forward to see. I'm like the audience. I want to see how you two interact. I think it's going to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> so Dan, first of all, thanks for joining us officially, no, thanks for permanently. The, thanks for the invitation. Thanks for the invitation. Thanks for. Let me come and be a part of the daily dose of happy and bring some uh, bring some dad to the show. Really, really. Cool. <laughs> I wanted to say something more witty, but that's all that came out. Uh, bring actually, some that's more. <laughs> that's right, good. Man. That's good. I mean, well, well, basically, what you've just told everybody is that you have a great deal of self confidence, and that's a good thing. That's a really that's good. a requirement on this show. You, well, yeah. you kind of have to, otherwise you can't get a word in edgewise. Yeah, if you can't keep up, <laughs> got to go. <laughs> so I know we've had you on before, Dan, but um, we should, for people who have not seen those two episodes that you were on, we need to kind of introduce you again. So tell sure. people a little bit about Dan Mangano, you know, where you're from, what you've been doing, why you got invited onto the show. You know, just give us the sales pitch on Dan Mangano. Okay. Uh Apparently, I'm very confident. Uh, get originally from, <laughs> I, I can't now embarrass myself. Uh, originally from East London in the UK. Uh, I now live in uh, in Mexico in the sun because it's decidedly warmer. The people more right? And the tacos are much better. Um, <laughs> hello. Um, <laughs> I, I refer to myself as Dreamer CEO. I'm uh, head of a movement called the, the Dreamer Collective. We're uh, Basically empowering people to choose to live a more uh, joyful, abundant, purpose-driven life. That's what we do. Uh, I created the Beyond Intention paradigm, which is the uh, the central theme of my best-selling book, Seven Beyond Intention. I'm host of the Do It Down podcast. Um, I do some speaking. I do a bit of teaching. Sometimes I do some coaching. But generally speaking, I just spend my time empowering people to, to choose how they show up and to make that choice a really abundant one. And that's what we do. And I'm here because I paid you a lot of money to be on this show. <laughs> Dan, I think you and I have a different definition of about what a lot of money is. <laughs> I must have got my check lost in the mail, but whatever. Uh, I, should, I should have left that one for the private chat, right? Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get a DM from Alex in a second. So these are my details. Stay in. Hey, up. <laughs> oh, so, man. Alex, I'm going to you first because you're the one who's getting to know Dan on behalf of our audience. I mean, our audience, some of our audience have heard Dan before, but a lot of them, uh, Dan is new to them. So I'm going to let you uh, be the person to get to know Dan. So what do you want to know about Dan? What do I want to know about Dan? Hmm. I asked you first. So what made you decide to move from London to Mexico besides the warmth and the tacos? Or was that just, the only decision? Do you know what? It, was, it wasn't even a choice from Mexico. I've been trying to escape England uh, for about six, six or seven years. Okay. And every time I made a play to, to leave, something went wrong. Mm. Um, I did some, my, my last business was consulting, and I was doing some consulting for a, a department of, of, a, of a government in a country, and I fell in love with that country. I was going to go in West Africa. Um, all set up, picked my house, then Ebola hit that summer. So mm. I didn't I didn't move, obviously, because Ebola <laughs> not the best country, mate. Uh, so we put that on hold. I then made a play for um, moving to the Middle East about mm. four years ago. Wow. And then um, I was kind of sort of dating someone before I went. I was actually there. I'd gave, given up my house, was in Dubai. She's like, oh, no, please come back. Ah. I want to have a relationship. Mm-hmm. Oh. That, 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 didn't, that didn't work so and then this time um, went out on the road to start teaching my work I, I left my old life to, to start doing this being a poor teacher was the original intention <laughs> thankfully that changed and um, 
traveling all over and I, I, I came to, to Mexico. I was in another part of Mexico. A lot of my work was in the U.S. A lot of the speaking stuff was in the U.S. And that was a, a cool base to sort mm-hmm. of dot into the U.S. and come back because you can be there in a couple of hours. Right. Cost of living was a lot lower. Mm. And then I, I came to Cabo um, to, to, to oh, scope out. Oh, you're in Cabo? That's where I live, yeah. I live in Cabo. Nice. <laughs> I came here. To, um, I was invited to come and meet some people to talk about doing some, some teaching here. Mm. Was meant to be here for three days, and then everything just was flowing in my life. Mm. Like, everything was just in flow. I was happy every day. It only rains 10 days a year. It's more expensive here than other parts of Mexico, but you still get so much more value for you know, cost of living. Um, I was staying in a hotel across the road from the beach. Oh, Someone does my bed every day. That's rough. Yeah. I know. I feel um, you, bro. So that, that was it. So, um, <laughs> it's hard uh, out here I've on got, the beach. I've got an actual house now. I don't, I don't live in a hotel anymore. I live in an actual house. Mm-hmm. But, um, life is good. Life is good in Buena. Nice, nice. I yeah, like I just it. just realized that. You guys both live near the shore. Yep. I mean, nice. his is a little more sunny than mine is right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Because <laughs> it is pouring. Because Alex is on the Cape. She's right down the shoreline in the Cape in Hyannis. So. Nice. Yeah, That's pretty... good in summer. That's nice in summer. No, it's, it's not. It's summer no, no, not, no? it's not. No, interlopers no? everywhere. Oh, wow. Yeah, no. All the everyone comes to the Cape for the summer, so it's like there's no there's no peace and quiet anymore. It's it sucks living in a resort town. There's resort taxes, even if you live here. It's this is the good part of the season right now, where it's it's like it's it's Indian summer, so it's you know it's sixty degrees out right now, even though it's raining. But it's like oh, but everybody's gone, so the beaches are quiet. It's just oh, so much better in October. In November. <laughs> perspective is everything. Yeah. It is. Uh, it is. I don't worry. I'm not welcome. I'm welcome. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I put like the PSA out came. to everyone. I put the PSA out to everyone, but they still keep coming. I'm, I'm putting the no retreat <laughs> in, in summer. Alex Woodward no. is out of town. Come in November. October. Come in October. Okay. All right. Come. <laughs> Actually, Dan, I can give you a hint. Coming in the summer works just fine because that's the first time I got to meet Alex in the flesh was this past summer. So, you know, you oh. can kind of skip that part. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, if you're what cool with me, then you're not an interloper. You're a guest, so it's fine. Okay. Okay. So I'll, I'll wait for the green light. Yeah, okay. To be taken right. off the general PSA. <laughs> <laughs> Putting on the attention list. Cool <laughs> enough for Alex. <laughs> Yeah. And that's how everyone should live their life. <laughs> Being cool enough for Alex. Hashtag. <laughs> see, see, Dan, you're now learning that Alex has about as much confidence as you two. And that's why I thought you two were going to hit it off. Because you guys are two really confident, strong people. And I thought to myself, I may have trouble getting a word in edgewise. But it's going to be fun. Facts. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> so we're here to provide um, all Tuesday entertainment. I'm done with that. Cool. I mean, it's been my job for a year now, so you know. Okay, it starts on the inside. Yeah, that's true. August started with me a year ago in October, and yep. um, we just celebrated an anniversary a couple months, a couple weeks ago. And, yep, yeah, yep. Very cool. Yeah. Real so, good stuff. Real so what? What else do you want to know about Daniel? Uh, how old are you? What What are your stats? What's 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 happening in your life? I'm going to be 36 in exactly one month on the 15th. Shut up! I just turned 36. Get out of town. I swear to Buddha. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to Buddha, I love it. Click, click. (laughs) Click, click. Yeah, October 17th was my birthday, and two days after our one-year anniversary, actually. That's right. That's a great birthday present. Yes, it was. Both years. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful. (laughs) Lovely stuff. Yeah. So... 36, um, single, kids, what's happening? No kids, not singular. Um, what else do we put in those? <laughs> I know, those right? <laughs> that pretty much covers it, really. <laughs> that covers, that, that covers Basically, that if you want to take it back to the AOL days, it was to the <laughs> age, age, sex, location. That's, that's all the one. Oh, yes, that's it. <laughs> 36, male, carbo. Yeah. Nice. Okay. <laughs> ASL. Hashtag. 
We need to Hashtag bring that back. Facts. We definitely do. But they actually no. Don't... Maybe no. That's going to be complicated these days. It's yeah, those... kids today won't get it. No, and not only that. There's you know all the identification stuff. I stay out of that part. Mm. Touche. Touche. I, I stay out of that part. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bobby, it went all the way to Cabo to get away from it. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I if you're gonna the... go, that's the place to go. Let me tell you. There we are. Yeah, it's uh, there are worse places to, to spend Facts. time. Facts. Yeah. Your beach is much prettier than mine is. I do have a pretty beach. I have to not, say. I'll admit it. I'll admit it. It's Very cool beaches. <laughs> not really. All right. Jeffrey's talking. Hold, please. Wow, I mean, this is a the, gauntlet. It's a good thing I already know Dan. He gets my vote. So we'll see. Jeffrey's one of our most loyal live stream listeners. Most of our yes. listeners listen to the podcast, but there are people listen to the live stream. And he's, mm-hmm. I mean, if, if there's ever going to be somebody in the live stream audience, it's Jeffrey. Yep. You can count on that. He's a great guy. Really, he's, really he's, great a, guy. he's a regular at this bar. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and we're getting drunk on Lambda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're okay with that. That's, a lo- mm-hmm. that's what we do a lot of, actually. Yes. Especially on Tuesdays. <laughs> Only on Tuesdays. I'm not going to tell you what's in here, but it keeps me lively. I'm just kidding. It's Ginger. <laughs> Maybe that's what one needs a little Ginger Ale. Little Ginger Ale. Yeah. Little Ginger Ale. Can I ask my question now, please? Go right ahead. Uh, go ahead. What is the head decoration? Is it <gasps> the ears? He wants to know about the unicorn head. He does. But wait. But wait, hold on. Where's the button? Ooh. Oh, it just got lit in here. Oh yes, oh yes. Podcast listeners who can't see this, she just turned on her her uh, your unicorn head phone so that they actually flash at us. Well, that's their fault because they're not subscribed to the YouTube channel. Well, this is true. I'm, well, mm-hmm. it's not so much a matter of fault; it's more like a lost opportunity, I think. Same diff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay, I just witnessed. I just witnessed fault being completely reframed. <laughs> I do that a lot. I reframe everything. Okay, I'm looking forward to new paradigms being created. Anyway. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and, and, and they actually change like every ten minutes or so, so you Facts. have to really be on your toes. You got to keep okay. up. Yeah, my toes are now underneath me. <laughs> Better than on the ceiling, I can tell <laughs> I mean, it depends on who you're asking. Yeah, and the context, but that's probably one for a brutal And now we're slipping out of our G rating. So we'll <laughs> <laughs> I also do that from time to time. Anyway, this is true. <laughs> There's many truths, many truths. So let's bring, let's bring in Law of Attraction to this, because, uh, Dan, you were talking about how uh, your Beyond Intentions, uh, I, I'm not sure what you call it. Do you call it a platform? I'm not sure what you call your sense. Paradigm. Beyond Intentions is a paradigm, the four-step four model. Uh, so talk a little bit about that. Let's let's go back to basics. What are the four steps? What is uh, Beyond Intentions about? So Beyond Intention is about creating a framework which you can use to start being deliberate with your choice making. Mm. Um, you can direct that to creating specific outcomes, to changing your state, uh, to moving towards a new direction, to getting out of a disempowering situation or position. But it's accept, clear, gratitude, and listen. Mm. So what happens within these, these steps is you can start to slot other things in. So, for example, I've worked with people who are seeing a therapist. And so if your detention doesn't replace a therapist... It gives you a framework to slot the therapy into so that it enhances efficacy and allows you to be more deliberate and in full ownership of the results. And so if we're slot slipping in therapy, it will be, number one, having a clear intention about what you want. So what's the outcome? Why are you even doing it? And sometimes when we step into that first piece of the, um, that first, uh, that first step, step into that first step, move into that first step, uh, we can actually understand that we don't need to do it because the intention that we had for it was either disempowering, not our own, or not clear enough to really warrant us putting the energy of creation into it. So we can mm. take a pause, get more clarity, or just leave it, by, put, put it on the shelf. Assuming that we understand what our intention is, it's, okay, I'm going to see this therapist in order to deal with this trauma, or to deal with getting beyond this stuck state, or to find healing in this particular area of my life. Then step one, so the next step, step one of your intention is accept, which is accepting that nobody else 
has any power over what's going to come of this other than that which I give them. There is no one that has responsibility other than me for the outcomes that are going to happen. And nobody else is responsible for me being in this space right here where I'm moving towards this, this thing anyway. So making that specific about the therapy, therapists can help guide me, but unless I'm stepping up and I'm taking responsibility for my own healing, there's little much that they can do about it. Even the situations that I'm going to go and deal with, unless I'm going to them understanding that everything comes from inside of me anyway, I'm going to get caught up. So I'm not going to have as much of a, a powerful result. So from that framework of, of self-empowerment and self-ownership, then I go into clear, which is to partake in the work with the therapist. But I go in in a state of presence, so I stay present, keep everything in the now, and allow energy traps to be um, removed. We have a whole section on how we can do that. Everybody's got their own way of dealing with the present moment, their own way of dealing with energy traps. And we encourage people to create what we call a clearing toolkit, which is their own um, their own box of tricks that they use that gets them back to the present moment and clear of energy traps. And once they've done that, we move into front, uh, future pacing the outcome that we want by stepping into the emotional state of the outcome that we want. And so when I'm leaving that therapy session, I'm not leaving going backwards. I'm leaving saying, okay, now that I've done this, how do I want to feel? When I look at the, the intention that I have for this experience, what is my emotional state in that? And I step into it consciously and deliberately through the gateway of the now and begin to anchor that in. And then step four is listen. And listen, step four, is about thinking, feeling, and being with awareness. So as I'm going through my life, am I continuing to choose to be the emotions associated with the outcome that I want? As I'm walking with awareness, I can start to see the parts of my day, the people, places, and things that shift or pull on my emotional state or bring me back into energy traps so that I can start to make adjustments in my life, adjustments in my practices, adjustments in the clearing that I'm doing, perhaps adjustment in the route that I'm using to get to my intention. I can basically course correct so it's a continuous loop of accept, clear, gratitude, listen, accept, clear, gratitude, listen, until we get to that space where we've done so much work clearing the junk that we're beyond the need to keep setting intentions. We are beyond intention, and the autopilot does what we want it to do. And for all intents and purposes, my work is encouraging people to make that a joyful, abundant, purpose-driven life. It's beyond intention. And what you were describing, I mean, you, the example you used was using it in a therapeutic situation, but really you could apply in any situation. I mean, any situation to, to deal with in your life, anything you're trying to attract into your life, whatever. Yep. Like, there's really no limits on that, is there? No, no, not at all. It's really far reaching, which is actually when I was um, initially working on sort of making coaching and stuff around it and niching down, I struggled because it's like, well, <laughs> Who am I going to help? I can apply this to everything. You can use it in relationships. You can use it with goals with health. You can use it in goals with uh, with your money making, your business, your career, your, anything that you want to approach more deliberately and more empowered and have a specific outcome. Anything you're setting an intention with, you can use beyond intention to make it uh, more, more more deliberate and actually get there. Now, there are a lot of coaches and gurus, teachers and so forth um, related to law of attraction as a field, so to speak, and almost all of them have a particular unique approach, like you have your own unique approach, um, but sell your approach for a minute. Why is yours so much more effective, in your opinion, than other approaches? Confidence switch on. <laughs> because mine, <I'm, laughs> mine understands that everybody's different, and there's no such thing as one approach. The second that we start saying there's one approach, we start constricting infinite possibility. Every single one of us has our own unique vibration, our own unique frequency, our unique experiences. We all have our own way of dancing with reality. And what my approach does is helps you to find that rhythm and apply the, the power of choice to ensuring that your rhythm is adhered to, you dancing in your way to get over the finish line. So that's why I would say it's personalized because everybody is an individual. It also strikes me that well, partly because it's in the title, but also because it is a really fundamental piece of the whole puzzle. Intention is big in that, in, in what you described. Your entire model is heavily based in intention. And ha it, I mean, my impression is that what you're doing is really intensely intending. Yes. <laughs> really intensely intending so that you can get to the point where you no longer need to set intentions. Mm -hmm. mm, I like that. Yeah. That's it. That's it. It's about getting to. I had a, a cool download on that actually in my, my meditation this morning 
which is the so the next evolution of my work, which is alchemic life creation, which I did. I was a guest. I wrote a guest chapter in a book, a best-selling book that went out this weekend called Magnetic Entrepreneur, which talks about uh, alchemic life creation, which is what I do in my retreats and more of the one-to-one work. Which is what do you do when you don't need to set intentions anymore? Because mm. everyone said, "Oh, just surrender." Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun with that. Like, I've been surrendering. Why is nothing working? Because you're surrendering to something and you haven't actually set what you're surrendering to. So what we're really doing is getting to a new baseline autopilot or what I call a macro intention for your life, which you surrender to, which means you don't have to keep setting all these micro intentions. This mm-hmm. is what my life looks and feels like. With our chemical life creation, we get a lot deeper into stepping into other states of consciousness and other levels of consciousness in order to access more deeply what our soul's purpose is, what makes our heart sing, and so on and so forth, and then bring that into the macro intention and make that what we tie ourselves to so we no longer need to keep setting intentions. The intensity is encoded and happens in how we live and unfold our life. It, it sounds to me like there's not a huge difference between what you're describing and basically creating a new subconscious program that runs. It's part and parcel of it, definitely. We talk about the flow funnel and beyond intention, which is understanding that we're holistic beings that operate on different levels of density. So we have mm. a mind, but we also have a spirit, That's... and we also have a body. And each one of the, those things has a different language. The, the heart, how we operate in our spirit, you know, with our energy, that listens to feelings, imprints of feeling. So thought imprinted into feeling. The mind responds to, to imagery and, and, and emotional imprints versus strict commands, whereas our outer reality generally works with push and pull. But alignment happens, outcomes happen when there's alignment between the intention, how we feel, what we see in our mind, and then what we do. When that alignment happens, magic happens. And generally speaking, I found in nearly 20 years of looking at this stuff, when something isn't showing up for someone, it's because there's an off in one of those areas. Even they, you know, they're people that they meditate, they pray, they fast, you know, they do yoga 20 hours a day, but they do nothing on their mindset work and they do nothing in their physical world. People that work for 20 hours a day, they're always doing stuff, doing, 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 and then wondering when they're not getting results. Or people that read, they're incessantly reading, there's always a new program, a new fad, a new online program, whatever, Hmm. and they're not getting results. Slotting those pieces together, the heart responds to the thought, the mind responds to what's going on in the heart, and we can only experience what we can see with our minds. So when we bring that into alignment, then we can start having things deliberately. And beyond intention, you can use to choose to be in alignment in your heart, in your mind, and in your actions so you get the results. Cool. So you've broken the whole uh, focus on what you like and prefer down into some some comment, some compo- sub-component you've broken it up into pieces and and said okay these are the pieces that have to all be working properly in Mm -hmm. order for your focus to be working properly Mm -hmm. you you can look at one area at a time you know people can for example come and consume this content every day and get some help with what they're doing with the practical tips but also what they're doing with their mind also what they're doing with their energy in some instances but they can get those pieces they can go and have a spiritual teacher that helps them to get their emotional state under their dominion. They can then go and, you know, learn a new relationship tactic or go and do another diet or go and do uh, a course on real estate or another wealth building enterprise. But if they're doing any of those physical things, but their mind doesn't believe it's possible, there's going to be self-sabotage. There's going to be procrastination. There's going to be blocks that it doesn't work, right? Or if they're trying to do all of that, but emotionally they're not lined up with it, energetically they've got spiritual blocks or, you know, they've got all this gunk here they've got past life stuff that they haven't dealt with. They've got karmic energy that they're still uh, believe themselves to be subservient to. Then the alignment's going to fall off. It's just not going to be able to happen. Um, Facts. Jer- Jeffrey has a question for you. Or actually, two questions. He says, does Dan have a timeline for his process and an endpoint, or does it continue throughout life as we evolve and expand? First and foremost, I would encourage Jeffrey. Thanks, dude. <laughs> I would encourage him to let go of time. This is one thing that actually in my Micro to Millions program has been coming up a lot. And I actually ended up changing the structure of the program um, after a few months because this is one thing that, that ended up coming coming up. People were getting so caught up in the time. I have to do this within this amount of time that they were stepping out of a conducive space to create because they were locked in fear and stress. And... 
Now, I need far, I'm not going to take that. I only really have the power that we give it. The second that you step out of time and realize that we can actually access everything that we want here in the now, things can start to happen more nowly as we expand our belief systems to allow things to happen more nowly. So rather than saying, I would like this to happen within a certain amount of time, I've set my intention within a week, I want it done. If I set the intention, let go of the time and don't give time that power and spend time focusing on my ability to believe and accept and know the things that can happen now, then all of a sudden miracles start happening now. Like we did a five-day challenge last week in my group. And day two, uh, a woman manifested $18,000. Bearing in mind the whole challenge, the challenge was to manifest $10. And we didn't actually set the intention until Friday. But literally, I think that's about 100 grand or more was manifested between Monday and Friday before nice. we'd even said, before we'd even written an intention. Nice. Um, Very nice. And what, what I do with that is I didn't talk about time. I didn't give people a timeline. I just opened them up to creating this alignment within them, taking a step every day. Each of the steps is like creating that alignment, getting the intention, their why, where they are, the feeling, the seeing, and then the doing with the intention on the Friday, the very last thing. Mm-hmm. They can see actually physically, what we do physically is the last piece of the puzzle. The analogy I love to use is a dinner, t- having dinner. Um, some people think action wins. It's The analogy is, Setting the crockery and the cutlery out on the table and sitting down and be like, oh, I'm really hungry and complaining about no food. <laughs> okay. Analogy. Right? Whereas the mind piece will be the cooking, you know, you, yeah. or ordering the food. And the emotional piece might be, you know, deciding what I want and either getting the menu, picking up my phone to make the call, going shopping to get the groceries, to prepare the meal, and then setting up the meal and then enjoying it. So people are, are setting tables and dying of starvation and wondering why, or they're just cooking and then leaving it in the kitchen, sitting down at the table and not bringing it to the table and wondering why they're hungry, or they're doing groceries or looking at a menu and wondering why they're hungry, right? Whereas if we pick what we're going to eat, you know, get into a space where we can actually have that by doing the groceries or picking up the menu, order it or cook it, and then sit down and eat it, then we don't need to be hungry anymore. Mm. It's interesting, too, that you used an analogy of food because just from the way you were describing all those different elements that you line up, you know, you're getting the menu, you're sitting down at the table, all the different things that you mentioned, you, you could just kind of see it doesn't take a whole lot. You don't have to get a whole lot of that into an alignment before all of a sudden you're hungry and you're ready to eat and you expect the food to be on the table. <laughs> <laughs> the expectation gets there pretty quickly. Exactly. You don't even have to finish the process in four <laughs> Oh, yeah, dinner's coming. I can tell. <laughs> Soon as that smell hits you, man. That's oh, it. Yeah. That's it. The magic, the magic, I think the real magic of manifestation, as, as I see it separately from, from how other people might look at manifestation, mm-hmm. is that when you realize you can just sort of get Uber Eats, like the universe, you've got unlimited credit. You've got unlimited credit with Uber Eats. And you can literally just pick and have. But you have to learn how to use a phone. You have to learn how to use the app. You have to mm, good learn. analogy. I like this. And when, when you've got those pieces, yeah. then, you know. So when people want to have innocent manifestations, when they hear... You know, my clients that manifest tens of thousands of dollars and, you know, whatever and whatever. It's because they've done the work of stepping into a state of being this position to do that. Uh-huh. They did the work. There's always work to do. I mean, the, the article that I posted, oh, no, I haven't posted it today yet. I'm posting an article today. <laughs> what he's going to post. <laughs> I'm going to post. In 30 minutes. Being, in 30 minutes, <laughs> a, a big deliberate. It's understanding that once you do the work of setting yourself up, then there's less work to do. But there's people that are like, oh, I've meditated, so it's going to show up. Yeah, it's there. You can be, if you want to be a 5D millionaire, fine, leave it a manifestation. If you want to have a 5D six-pack, fine, have it, <laughs> leave it and, and have it that many. But if you want to experience it in three-dimensional reality, then the laws of the universe demand that you must actually command that vibration to, to take form, and that requires some action. Mm-hmm. And when you let go of time, that action can be that manifestation can start to happen more instantaneously. Interesting how so many formulas, including yours, uh, use action as the trigger, mm-hmm. which kind of goes against what people will tend to conclude early on when they're first exposed to the concept of the law of attraction. 
It was like, oh, well, I'm supposed to just wish it and it shows up. And yet so many formulas say, well, you know, you have to kick into action. And, and that can be confusing because, like you said earlier, um, this is all an internal process. So, I mean, if I'm kicking into action, what happened to the internal process? <laughs> I think I just sent him into fields of laughter. <laughs> well, law of attraction isn't a magic genie that just grants wishes. Like you gotta, you, you gotta put some work into it. There's levels to this mess, you know. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> I know. I have a tendency to just state the obvious. That's part. Of <laughs> I know, right? That's how I can tell you've been on Facebook that day. <laughs> Just, just, oh yeah, the obvious statements. Yeah. yeah what just pops up out of nowhere, doesn't it? Like it was like <laughs> and here is my contribution. <laughs> yeah. <Well, I> <laughs> if you notice the timestamps, they all happen at about the same time because then I'm gone for the day. Right. <laughs> it's like okay, I have real life stuff to do. Gotta go, guys. Yeah, okay. I've been fabulous. Walked out. <laughs> Basically. Over and out. Goodbye. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Very often, too, it's either right before I'm going to sleep or right after I woke up. Usually the, the, the former, which means that if you try to comment back to me, don't expect a response for like eight to ten hours. Because it's not going to happen. <laughs> Good Good One thing I, I would say, just touching on what you just said about um, the form of requiring action, is that I would add that any model that has been demonstrated to be real, that has stood up to the test of examination mm. and consistently given results to people, mm-hmm. has action. Yeah, that's true. Facts. The popcorn, the popcorn stuff makes people feel good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Case- feeding good doesn't necessarily alleviate the hunger or yeah, really bring about that in a relationship. <laughs> can, can it work over time? Yes, if your belief system allows it, but if you haven't done the work to change your beliefs, then it's not going to work. Bingo. There you go. That's right it. There. So there are people that, yeah, they do. I know people, they literally just close their eyes and they can manifest stuff. I, I see it. I know people that do that. Sure. But that's because their state of being is aligned with that way of creating, whether mm. by choice or by default. And they practice to get there. Some people have been blessed enough that things have just lined up, that that's how they've been ingrained and, and taught to, to, to break. I know my friend, and my, my Tantra teacher, she's been training her son is, I think, Princess Five now. And she's been consistently training him to look at life through the lens of instant manifestation. Mm. You know, he's already does vision boards and already understands about setting intentions and gratitude. So she's impregnated him with those principles now before the age of seven. So as his analytical mind starts building, mm-hmm. he's going to be building around the idea that this is the way that life works. As he goes into his teens, he's going to be looking for things that validate that. Yeah. He's going to be picking um, peers that match with that. And as he goes into adulthood, he's going to continue rolling with that. Some people have had that. Some people have maybe made the choice to step into that as an analytical mind um, developed and they've had peers that brought them along that way and some of us have made that choice to change lanes as we've got older but it does have to change Mm -hmm. doing things differently is the only way to experience things differently and i love stories where i hear about kids picking this up at such an early age such as yes because they haven't lived long enough in the physical world in this lifetime to have picked up all the baggage that us older folks have picked up. You know, so for them, they get it and they just run with it. Talk about yeah, they don't have business. all these. They don't have all these bad habits they have to break. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're just starting from okay. Let's go. Yeah. What are you waiting for? Why are you back there? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's easy. Hello. Right. <laughs> Yeah, those are some of my favorite stories. That's that's, you know, people often ask questions like, you know, what what, what do you what are your hopes for the future? Do you think that uh, life on Earth is getting better? Do you think our societies are evolving? Blah, blah blah blah. And whenever I see kids like that, I say to myself, how could you answer anything but yes? Clearly, the evolution is happening. Clearly, the growth is happening. All you have to do is just look at the kids. Mm-hmm. The proof is right there in front of us. Yeah, and it's so, such I mean, they are our best teachers, as far as I'm concerned. 
Mm-hmm. No, it's not skewed, Dan. I mean, at 36, you're doing great. It's just that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, I agree. That small humans are, are the best. Small humans yeah. are definitely the best. Actual factuals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actual factuals. I'm loving these, these new... Um, <laughs> I'm telling you, you guys are going to work great together. These new colloquialisms, I'm loving them. You're welcome. You can borrow them. <laughs> I will give you credit. As Thank I you. I appreciate that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Actual factual. Actual factual. I don't know if you aware, are aware, but Alex and I have also created a second podcast about Ooh. the law of attraction. And I'm thinking we ought to incorporate some of your stuff when we're writing our scripts. But it's sure. a fiction podcast. It's a fictional story, a serial Ooh. story. Um, one episode yeah. is out. The second one is just ready to be released. It's going to be released in the next day or two. And uh, Alex is in the, in the middle of writing episode three. And it's basically the storyline of a young woman, uh, late 20s, early 30s, who is, she, she's not terribly confident. Um, she really hasn't learned any of these concepts that we're talking about. And she's kind of stumbling through life. Um, her, the, her big hang-up that she keeps running into is she finds herself hooking up with married men all the time and then finding out afterward that they're married. And it, it's just like this ongoing thing that she's dealing with. And I'm thinking, wow, we really should take some of your concepts and incorporate them into the storyline. Be my guess. A friend of mine is a fiction writer, and she just actually said she just finished reading Stepping Field Intention, and she actually asked uh, to include Stepping Field Intention in, as, as uh, something her character's using in her next book. So mm. I, I love mm. this. Spread it. Spread it, spread it. This is what... Yeah. That's what I'm here to do, definitely. I mean, Alex, I don't mean to step on your toes. It just struck me like this is like an obvious thing that we should, we should tap into. If, obvious. If you disagree, obvious. You'll feel free to oh yeah, on me, I agree. Know? I agree. <laughs> okay. I feel I feel a lot of these things. I'm going to be I'm going to be flashbacking to these hashtags as uh, as we're in t- in therapy mode. Yes, that's right. Because that's where what's going to happen a lot in an upcoming episode. I won't say yep. which one. Yes. Real escape. Real escape. It, well, it's not just going to be therapy mode. It's all going to, also going to be growth mode. Facts. That's one of the um, requirements, kind of, that Alex and I set for our, our mm-hmm. series. Because you know how it is with most television or even radio series. They, they, they tend to just kind of stem along, along doing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. But the really good series are the ones where the characters grow. Right. And that's what we want to have happen with our characters. We want our characters to grow and become better and stronger and, and more effective in their in taking control of their lives and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, so in other words, we're basically trying to, to teach law of attraction without teaching law of attraction in you know, really a strong way. I mean, to a certain extent, we'll have to touch on it because that's yeah. necessary for part of the plot development. Right. But it's not something we're going to be saying, okay, so in this episode, we're going to teach you how to do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, definitely definitely get, me the, get me the links on that. I'd love to, I'd love to share that with my, my social yeah, media. Yeah, absolutely. Well. I'll send that to you after the show here. Yeah, love yeah. to let people get, get a nose yeah, on that. We, we said, I mean, the first episode was one when, when you're at the end of the episode, you say, oh, my God, what is this poor girl going to do now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm definitely one for the cliffhangers, let me tell you. No. Okay. Yeah. And the second episode has a cliffhanger at the end as well. So. Yeah, they all will. That's <laughs> yeah. how you keep them coming back. So, well, yeah, definitely. I, I, I like the sound of this. Yeah. And if you can do some support, let me know. It's already fun. I mean, it, 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 the best part is when I originally conceived this idea and then pitched it to Alex and she just jumped right on board, I was thinking like, you know, we'll just get our fellow co-hosts to be role players, but pretty quickly it evolved into, well, let's get people who have, you know, semi-professional acting backgrounds. So we have actual actors playing these nice. roles. Mm-hmm. And they're good. Yes. They're really yes. good. In yes. fact, one of them is Alex. Alex is playing one of the roles. I have many too. roles on this project. <laughs> is there anything I don't do? <laughs> She's an assistant producer. She's currently the lead scriptwriter. Right now, actually, the only scriptwriter. And uh, she also plays Lexi, one of the characters in the show. The best character, if you ask me. Well, of course, that's, you wrote her that way. <laughs> <laughs> this is not unintentional. Talk about that. This, yeah, this is way beyond intentional. <laughs> when, I, when I wrote the character, I wanted a, a version of me, but I wasn't planning on playing her. So that just happened. Hmm. Okay. If you believe that one, I know some land off the coast of Florida. You know what? <laughs> Walter. <laughs> well, let's just put it this way. You, you, I think early on you wanted to play Lexi. I didn't, no, I didn't, I didn't think I wanted to play Lexi. I was thinking of directing, actually. Were you really? Oh, I didn't. I was. Okay. And then I didn't realize how much it entailed. 
Yeah, after so. after we started writing, because I was like, well, no one's going to understand how I want this the way I'm writing it unless I tell them how I want it. So I'm going to have to direct it. And no, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> you could actually find a good director that, that sees your vision and, and gets exactly what you're trying to say. So and, and we are fortunate in, the, in that regard because my sister has directing background. So she's our director. Nice. Yeah. She's, she's so we lucked out. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's all it, well. It's it's law of attraction. Everything's just, Facts. Everything's yeah. flowing. Everything's just, flowing. Yep. Dovetailing right together the way it's supposed to be. Yep. So, exactly. Um, now, normally about uh, halfway to three quarters of the way through, we do our promo to encourage people to become subscribers. So I'm thinking, Alex, this might be a good time to do that, don't you think? Sure. All right. So. For those of you who are not subscribers, by the way, Dan, most of our listeners are subscribers. Um, by my estimates, about 80% of our listeners are subscribers, so they're coming back regularly to listen to all the episodes, which we really love. And the numbers are growing. There are more and more of them. And I can't say this enough. I love our subscribers. They're wonderful oh, people. And they're, they're intelligent. They're, they're knowledgeable. We tend to get people who know quite a bit about Law of Attraction before they start listening. And mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. of them will show up, and like, Dan, like Jeffrey does, to the live stream. And, or they'll send in emails or, or they'll contact us in various ways. And yep. questions and the comments that they share are really advanced. So mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're not talking – I mean, there are going to be some beginners in any audience. And that's yeah, of course. For us too. But you, you, this is a, an advanced audience, so you've got to be on your toes. I'm just telling yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> my, toes are, my toes are underneath me. There you go. So <laughs> good place for them to be. Um, but for those of, who are, of you who are not yet subscribers, <clears throat> which is roughly 15 to 20% of you, we want to encourage you to become subscribers. and very easy to do. Um, you'll find us on virtually all of the major platforms. But in case you search your particular platform that you use, iTunes or, or Google Podcasts or, or you know Spotify or Pandora or whatever, if you can't find us there, just go to the homepage of our website, loatoday.net, and you will see instructions right at the top of the page for becoming a subscriber. We'll click, 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 and just like that, all of our episodes that we do five days a week will will stream right to your device as they are produced. And we also live stream this as we are recording it to YouTube. That's where Alex comes in because she always does the YouTube thing better than I do. <laughs> so what you want to do is go to YouTube and search LOA Today Podcast Videos. And once you've done that and you see our smiling faces, you will hit the red subscribe button down below. And next to the red subscribe button, there is a silver all button. That silver bell that you want to click all, so you will always be notified when we're live. And there it is. It's just that simple. So, yep. Dan, you've just been exposed to your your first promo on how to become a subscriber to LOA today. Now, hasn't that just improved your life? I have to ask you. It's not improved it. It's renewed it. It's renewed. Ooh. It. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> New timeline. <laughs> New timeline. <laughs> I love it. Really stuff. All right. <laughs> So now, Dan, I want to ask you something about the show. Sure. And that is, when you came on board, I mean, I know you came on because we've had we had two previous shows that went really well, and, and we connected. Had a lot of fun. But when you came on, and, and, and I, I contacted you like within the last couple weeks, said, would you like to be a regular? And you said, yes, you'd like to do that. Where do you see yourself going with the show? What, what, what do you want to have happen on this show that would be like exceeding all of your expectations? Ooh, we never asked that question. Ooh. Well, it's about time we did. We should. So, I, I just, I just love having the opportunity to to connect with people and to more fully embody what I believe is my purpose, which is to empower them to just live life on their own terms and, as I said, abundantly. But what's really interesting is that even when I do coach, for example, everything I see in my experience, I relate back to something I'm working on within myself. Mm. So the more opportunity I have to dance with other people is more opportunities for me to see mirrors that are going to empower me to be the best version of myself, which then further empowers me to be even more of service to others. So when people ask me about the results that I get in my coaching, I say, because I'm not actually working on the person, any challenge that's within that person, I see within me. And I'm literally sitting in that session, allowing that mirror to come back. And I'm consciously sitting and doing deep work on myself. Mm. which then reflects back in what I witness and experience in the other. And that mirror then shifts, and that's why the miracles the miracles happen. So putting myself in a situation where I get to be with a really groovy cat, <laughs> an even groovier unicorn, <laughs> and every week 
have that commitment where I'm going to be showing up, right? And step because before this happened, I sat and I did a meditation, and I made sure that I was showing up to be of service. Mm. So that meant that I've elevated who I am coming into this experience too. But that mm-hmm. elevation from a place, an outward place of service, expands and creates more and more witness, and therefore what other people can experience too. So I seek to move into a completely new and improved level of myself, and that will then empower me to encourage and give people the tools to do the same. Um, and that's what I'm here to do. So this is my soul's purpose unfolding in a fun and playful way. Mm, I like that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I like it in part because it's very similar to my own purpose for doing the podcast in the first place. Same, same. I mean, because when I started doing this, uh, I just had my seventh anniversary doing it on September 26th, which also happens to be my wedding anniversary. And on the day that we started it, my wife and I, I, I didn't have a clear picture of what I wanted to do, but I knew that it had to include me getting better at being me and me getting mm. better at understanding law of attraction and me learning from other people. Mm. Uh, in fact, when I first started, I was just reaching out to people to do interviews because I, 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 first of all, you need to have content when you do a podcast. Mm-hmm. But, but secondly, I wanted to learn from the best. So I, was, I wasn't just reaching out to anyone. I was reaching out to life coaches and people who were successful in business and so forth because I just wanted to learn from them. Mm-hmm. And, and over time, it got to the point where I was doing co-hosts. And as I started doing co-hosts, it was like, whoa, I want more of this. I am learning so much from my co-hosts. Mm-hmm. And then about uh, two years ago, I started bringing in multiple co-hosts. Up until that point, I was doing it as a weekly. And mm-hmm. then I started doing it as a daily, and I had multiple co-hosts doing it. And, and that just, like, multiplied the whole experience. Because now I was getting, well, at that point, five different perspectives. Now I've got... One, two, three, four, five, six, soon to be seven once Joel comes back. Seven different perspectives. I'm like, oh, it, it just, it's mind-blowing how much I'm learning from that. And I figure, wow, if I'm learning this, I'm like, God, my listeners must be learning this. <laughs> <laughs> and it just kind of builds on itself that way. So when you were talking, that's what I was thinking about. That's exactly the experience that I've had. Mm, yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I, love I do that. too. I can't wait to keep going with it. Right? <laughs> Bless and you. I know it's with Alex because Alex was Alex was an easy hook. I have to say, really, she was. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you. I mean, my listeners know this, Dan, but but I'll tell you how I brought her in. At, mm-hmm. at the time, I, I already had this was um, after one year of having multiple co-hosts, and I wanted to bring in a little bit more humor because everything had gotten pretty serious. I mean, when you get some very <laughs> intensive people doing their intensive stuff who are all coaches, it gets serious after a while, yeah. you know? And you had to kind of lighten it up. I said, I need somebody who's got a comedic background. So I literally put an ad on Facebook looking for somebody who had some experience with law of attraction but also a comedic background. And I got Alex, who has done stand-up comedy. Oh. And I reached out to her and told her about what I was doing. And I don't know what your first reaction was, Alex, but I know that the first response you gave me was, yeah, let's go. Yep. That's pretty much my answer for everything, except going outside. (laughs) (laughs) Or or having having interlopers in your town. Facts. (laughs) Which is the reason I I don't go outside. So, yeah, Alex was a really easy fit, and it's worked beautifully ever since then. And plus, mm. the fact that she doesn't go outside also makes it great, because now I have an instant sub whenever I need one. Yep. All I have to do is just say, hey, Alex, so-and-so can't make it today. Can you do it? She goes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Same time, same station. Fair. I'll be there. <laughs> That's it. Love it. So, it's good stuff. Um, all right. Well, we, we did discuss uh, your Beyond Intention uh, paradigm to some mm-hmm. degree. I'm sure we're going to explore that a lot more. Um, what are you currently working on with that that might be interesting and useful to our listeners? Well, I think Beyond Intention is like 12 years old, I think, next year. Um, I'm spending a lot more time now because we've got Beyond Intention introduction and I've got like online programs and stuff that I created around Beyond Intention. I've got the book now, so that's done after mm-hmm. all this time. Right. So that's marked in the sand. <laughs> so a lot of what I'm really starting to talk more on now, teach more on, is more the alchemic life creation side of things. So I'm, I'm creating that bridge into alchemic life creation. I did a, a beta test of the material over the last six months with a small group, um, which I've had amazing results with, and, and now I'm starting to make that transition with that. 
And so what I'm probably going to be sharing more with the good listeners of the show is what's coming up in my own experience starting with it, what's coming up with the people I'm coaching with it, what's coming up with my own play and self-work with the alchemic life creation side of things, which is more manifesty than beyond intention. Manifesty. (laughs) (laughs) Is that like Nowly? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more, more, more So that's really what we're going to be doing more, which is so academic life creation really just steps into, I don't know if you've heard me say that the phrase, well, that reality wraps around how we feel. Okay. I like have the phrase. Ever, have, have reality wraps around what? How we feel. How we feel. Mm. I think it's true. Yeah, I agree. So there's more of that. And so beyond intention is more choosing how you feel than anything else. Mm. Okay. So I'm very clear on intention. There's always going to be the clarity of intention mm-hmm. and drilling down what's standing between us and the true epitome of our, our deepest intention. Mm-hmm. And then um, just choosing to feel in alignment with that and keep holding that frequency and watching life wrap around that. It's true that that, that level of, of connecting to feeling is what drives everything. That's where mm-hmm. the power comes from. Yeah. Heart power. I mean, you, you refer to it as work, and it is work. I think that, I, I mean, Abraham Hicks will tell us that it's not work, but it really is work. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a work to no longer need to work. Yes, yes. Mm, exactly. It's a work to no longer see it as work anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the work can be fun. Yes, it can be. But the, but the work can be fun, and it should be fun. It should be mm-hmm. fun play. Mm. By the way, I also want to compliment you. I like the use of, of now created as an adverb. You've, you've turned now into an adverb by saying now. I like that a lot. I loved it. I loved it. Uh, well, let's hashtag that one. Now. Are way ahead of you. Alex Brilliant. also does my hashtag. So, I mean, I tell you, I've got it, I've got it really great here. <laughs> I get all these great co-hosts. I, I learn all this stuff. All I have to do is show up and then, you know, post the podcast. It's, it's very good for me. I yeah, it. I do all the work. He presses all the buttons. That's all it is. <laughs> there we go. I give for all the credits. So, you know. yeah, it's true. It's true. Co-creation is finest. <laughs> but I love Nally. Nally really says to me, that now isn't static. It's not just, okay, there's now. Yep. <laughs> that, 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 that's not the, the end of now right now. Now the, the is, second it's active, that you, it's dynamic. But just the second that you start trying to conceptualize it more deeply, it's no longer real anymore anyway. It's gone. Mm, it's no longer that's true. <laughs> oh, there it goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like when I'm speaking, when I'm speaking in, the, in the book about, um, I think it's in the, the first couple of chapters, when I invite people to, to think about their favorite food and to realize that they can move their consciousness into different places of time. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, that by the time they've actually thought about what they've eaten, it's no longer real and they're reflecting on the past. Everything that we can think of is in the past or in the future. Mm-hmm. In the now, there is just nowness. Mm-hmm. And we can dance in and out of it more deeply uh, and stuff, but nowliness. The second that we start to get more, what is now, Leon? What is the blah, 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 there's so, a whole YouTube thing about a blah blah blah, but it's you. You guys have to watch it. Okay, I, yeah. I appreciate this link in advance. <laughs> May it appear nowly. <laughs> May it appear nowly. <laughs> well, you, just, you just touched on why I like that word nowly, because yeah. like I said, nowly takes the static aspect of now out and yep. turns it into a dynamic. So yeah, I thought I was doing good with now ish, but. Well, Apparently now there's now Lee. Well, it's, it's the next step up, though. It's all that. It is, it is, but I'm gonna stick with now ish because well, that's about as far as I can go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, what time are you gonna be ready? Now ish. <laughs> well, can you be ready now, Lee? Maybe. <laughs> well, if I'm already in the car, I've been ready, so that's now. Yes, I can be ready now, Lee, and now ish at the same time. But I also think though that now Lee implies. Very, I don't think it implies it, it states it outright that now 
is literally changing as I change my focus. Right. My, my focus is what drives the, the novelliness mm-hmm. as I turn it into an adjective. And <laughs> the, the novelliness of it is, is just a reminder. We always control our now at mm. all times without mm-hmm. any exception. And, and once we realize that, I think that's how we achieve, I don't know if this is your goal or one of your goals, but it seemed like a goal to me to leave the time behind and just say, you know, I'm not going to worry about the time anymore. Time, time just isn't that big of a deal to me. Time is fun. You know, yeah. if I'm willing to spend the time to enjoy the time, time is great. I've mm-hmm. had some great times in time. <laughs> <laughs> but those times are most, most deeply enjoyed when they're embodied through the now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and I think that's where the cool stuff happens. Yep. Um, the, the real skill with time, one of the favorite things that I like to talk about with Linda Armstrong, who does the Friday show with me, Dan, is talking about uh, time shifts or time jumps. Yes. And, and what, first of all, what that experience is like, and second of all, how you get there. And mm-hmm. nowliness, nally is where the time shifting happens. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you're in that nally state, that's when it happens. And then you say, oh. What just happened? What's that? <laughs> when it gets really freaky is like when, when I'm, for example, in a meditation and I can literally feel myself energetically bouncing between different... Anyway, that's enough conversation for another time. But it's fun when you can actually start viscerally experiencing those bounces into different timelines. Yeah. Um, it's, well, it's spooky at first. You oh, yeah. To, you have to kind of come to terms with it. Like, right. I don't quite know what happened. But when, it, when you get used to it, when it happens more frequently, you say... Oh, we're there again. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's using beyond intention to direct what you get from that experience mm-hmm. and choosing the timelines that you're jumping into and holding those frequencies. Because technically yeah, speaking, every moment is a new timeline. Facts. That's true. That's true. Yeah. It's that the trajectory, the trajectory repeats itself because we don't shift, because we don't shift timelines. The trajectory mm-hmm. repeats itself based on who we are. And so we keep repeating, uh, attracting a perpetuation of experiences that resonate with that frequency that we're at, which is what dictates the timeline that we're in. Wow. Very cool. Very cool. See, whenever I know, I I know that things are are turning into me picking up something new whenever my mind starts to bend, and my mind just bent right there. (laughs) (laughs) Expansion at its finest. You know, and and, and there's an example, yeah, that's exactly what that's an example of. To me, it's like my signal. It's my clue that I just ran into something really great, and this is going to turn into a new level of awareness that I didn't have before. Mm-hmm. You know, at first, early on, when I had these experiences, it was just like, oh, my head hurts. But now, <laughs> <laughs> now it's like, oh, wow, here we go. Another mind. I can hardly wait. <laughs> Roll on. So, mm-hmm. cool stuff. All right. Well, this has been a really good introduction. Um, Dan, one of the things I like to do with co-hosts who have either you know coaching businesses or other kinds of businesses that are related to law of attraction, to helping people and so forth, is, is I like to give people a chance to you know, basically sell what they're doing. And <laughs> let people know it's how plug time. It's plug time. Absolutely. <laughs> so give us a little plug. How does somebody reach out to Dan Mangina? How do they learn more about Beyond Intentions? Um, well, to be honest, right now I'm moving into my, my winter time, so I'm not really doing much new stuff. I'm just putting out a lot of free content right now for winter. Okay. He says, looking at the scene. <laughs> um, <laughs> so go ahead and join my free Facebook group, Dream With Dan, and you can get that uh, by dreamwithdan.com forward slash Facebook. Jump in the group. I'm doing, I'm going to be doing weekly classes and webinars. I do like a Every Wednesday, I do a Facebook Live that's got really groovy content. I'm just wrapping up a series on alignment tomorrow, but you can nice. go ahead and catch the old stuff that's there. They're very short. I don't like to do very long-form videos, no longer than 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, any content that I do goes there, so it gets sort of there first. Uh, the mailing list is sort of not really sending a lot of email at the moment because we're, we're, we're changing what we're doing with that. But if you join the group, then you get updated on what's happening with that. Learn to play the money game, which is what people have been using to, to manifest free stuff. And... That, again, is free. Um, go ahead and join the Facebook group, and I'm there all the time, and you can engage with me and join the community. We want to get that to a, a good number of people on the same frequency and vibration. 
Uh, so that'd be cool. You can check out me on dreamwithdan.com. There's more information about burning tension and my stuff and my, my book. You can go ahead and get a copy there. But I would say if someone's really serious about wanting to know about burning attention, join the free book. Join the free book. Join the free group and, uh, and, and play with us. Um, I generally don't sell things to people that I haven't had the opportunity to engage with for free first. Um, in terms of working me one-on-one, I only work with four or five people at a time, and I don't work with anyone that hasn't done at least group work with me. Um, mm. Um, because I put a lot into people that I work with, um, and I, I, I like to know that it's 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 a real fit, and that and that takes time for me because mm-hmm. it's a real relationship mm-hmm. thing. So yeah, join the free Facebook group, dreamandan.com forward slash Facebook. There's free resources on there and Ruby stuff, and let's play. And, and that's another good reason why you're on the show now, because even if they can't reach out to you for one-on-one, they can reach out to you for the show. So yeah, they're, they're still, which they're is the same. Yeah, it's exactly the same. The same like my, my, my Q&A podcast as well. Like, you can ask questions and I mean, go for it. That's good. That's good stuff. And Alex, I know you're not doing your podcast about uh, um, uh, TV series and so forth anymore, but anything you want to share about what's going on with Alex King? Oh, what's going on with Alex King? Uh, things are good. Medically, not so much, but we're working on it. Okay. <laughs> doctor, one doctor's appointment at a time. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> well, without your thought in mind, we'll leave it there. <laughs> but, Daniel, welcome once again. We're glad that you're Thank here. Thank you for having me. Thank pleasure, you. pleasure, pleasure. And glad to have to you. Glad you for the first time, uh, Alex. Looking forward oh, to Oh, I appreciate it. Welcome <laughs> to this unicorn on a weekly basis. That's <laughs> right. right? <laughs> I tell you, it's something to look forward to. It really is. Yeah, definitely. It is. Oh, thank you, Dan. Thank you, Alex, as usual, your, your usual lively, bubbly self. And I don't <laughs> know how we do the podcast without you. Thank you to our podcast listeners as well. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye.